Amen. If you'll turn with me to Acts chapter 27, I want to be reading verses 39 through 41. And when it was day, they knew not the land, but they discovered a certain creek with a shore into which they were minded, if it were possible to thrust in the ship. And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves unto the sea and loosed the rudder bands and hoisted up the mainsail to the wind and made toward shore. And falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the forepart stuck fast and remained unmovable. But the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves. For the next few minutes, I would like to preach to you on the two seas will meet. The two seas will meet, and you may be seated. So just to recap on Acts chapter 27, again, Paul was captured, he was imprisoned, and he was going to be sailed over to Rome with some other prisoners. And while they were going, Paul had already told them that now was not a good time for them to sail, that they needed to wait, but they did not listen to what he had to say. And while they were out on the sea, there was a storm that came by the name of Eurachlodon that bashed against the ships. The, the waves, the, the wind was crashing down on them. And for 14 days, they were worried about surviving. They were throwing all that they could overboard just to keep the boat from sinking. But for that 14 days, when it all cleared up, they saw this island that, they, that we read in this opening text. And they were, they were contemplating on trying to, how they were going to make it since these two seas came together. But they, it says that they hoisted up the sails and they made way to the shore. And while they were going, they get stuck. And the, and the ship begins to be torn piece by piece because the waves just kept bashing against the boat. Yeah. The captain tried to force this ship between two seas. And I'm sure this captain had been sailing for quite some time. This was not his first voyage. It was, he was not a rookie or a beginner. But he decided to go anyways in between these two strong currents. I don't know. I've never seen... Um, Two seas meet, but by the example in this story, it sounds like the waves were pretty dangerous. But he decided to go anyways. Maybe it was because he was tired of being on the sea through the storm. Maybe he thought that the waves that were in the storm were far greater than the waves he saw right then with the two seas coming. But he decides to force the boat through anyways. And he gets stuck, and it says that the ship began to fall apart piece by piece. Whether it was, the captain knew it was questionable or not, he should have never tested the waters. My point today is, is where the two seas meet. You have God on one side and you have the world on other. But if you try to go down the middle, if you try to live life in between both, you are going to be shipwrecked as well. And like the sailing vessel that was being torn apart, we are vessels as well. And if we try to live with God and also the world inside of us, then we are going to be destroyed as well. We cannot live for God for two days and live for the world for five days. There's 168 hours. 168 hours in a week. And we are in, in church for approximately four hours. Maybe a little bit more if we have special services or prayer. But my question is, what are we doing with that other 164 hours? Are we living for God? Are we living life the way called called us to live? Are we living a holy and righteous life unto God? 
But Romans 12 and 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. God called us to worship him. He called us to praise him. He called us to love him. He called us to serve him. And he called us to go ye therefore and teach all nations, teaching then all nations, baptizing them in the name which the name is Jesus. The name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. How are we supposed to spread the word? How are we supposed to spread the gospel if we do not separate ourselves from the world? How can we reach the lost if the lost can't see who we truly are? But God did not call us to be lukewarm Christians. He did not call us to live in the middle because in Revelations 3 and 6 it says, So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Can anyone in here say today that they don't like lukewarm things? Me? I hate lukewarm coffee. I, I'll throw it out. Unless it's either uh, Black Rifle coffee or Cafe Bustelo, then I feel like it's a sin, so I have to <laughs> warm it back up. I, don't, I, I can't stand soup or chili that's cold because it's supposed to be served hot. It's supposed to warm you up. And I'm sure nobody in here likes lukewarm ice cream. <laughs> but with that being said, how are we supposed to not like these lukewarm things and expect God to like how we live a lukewarm life? I would rather be hot or cold than live in the middle. And I pray that everyone in here wants to live a life holy and acceptable unto God. The, I want everyone in here on Judgment Day to hear you have done good. Thy good and faithful servant, you may enter in. I don't want to hear, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. What is iniquity, Brother Matt? I'm glad you asked. Iniquity is Hebrew. Uh, the word Avon is Hebrew, and it means to bend, twist, distort. So iniquities are a bending, twisting, or distorting of the law of God's word or to different degrees worthy of punishment. I hope everyone gets what I'm trying to say here today. I'm not pointing people out. I'm not saying you're doing this. I'm not saying you're doing that. But I'm saying we need to have a checklist so that when we go home, we can mark off what's right and what's wrong. And that we can't live for both God and this world at the same time. Again, we can't live for God on Sunday and on Wednesday and expect God when we come into church on those days, come in and expect that God is going to touch us, that God is going to meet our needs and bless us if we aren't showing him praise throughout the week we are not supposed to be a part of the world we are not supposed to act like the world talk like the world look like the world we are not supposed to be conformed to this world but we are supposed to change this world come on somebody second corinthians 6 and 14 and 5 through 18 says be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. This is talking, we are supposed to be separate. It says, be, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for the fellowship hath righteous with unrighteous, and with uh, com communion hath light with darkness. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what hath he that believeth with an infidel? And, the, and what agreement 
hath the temple with God idols. For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out among them and be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord. We are not supposed to be conformed. We're supposed to save the lost. We're not supposed to join them. We're not supposed to live lukewarm. We're not supposed to live a sinful life. But we are supposed, and we can't, we can't live between two seas. Because if we live between two seas, then we're going to be destroyed by the seas. We need to be sold out to God today. We need to have faith in God today. We need to consecrate ourselves to God today. And I can read these next two scriptures, and if you're trying to live this life the best way you can, this is, should just be a, up, like a, a, an exciting scripture. But if you're not, then you're just going to say, then he's just saying the same scripture over and over as everybody else does. But these scriptures say in Joshua 24, 14 through 15, it says, Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth. But put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood, and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods of your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in the, whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can somebody say it with me today? But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Come on, mom and come on, dad. We need to take grasp of that. We need to go home and we need to get things out of our house that are disrupting our walk with God, that are disrupting our children's life. It, I'd rather our kids be a little upset in the present and have benefit in the future. What's the point of making it to heaven if our families are lost? There's some teens and there's some young adults in here that are spending time with people that they that are trying to disrupt their walk with God and they're doing things that they think when they're home alone that nobody sees, but there's still one who sees. But as for me and my house, we need to make a declaration right now that we're going to serve the Lord, that we're going to make up in our mind. As for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord if we can stand in this place. Again, I just want to say that the captain, the captain knew it would be dangerous and that there was going to be consequences. And in the end, the ship was destroyed. And we cannot have that mindset that we can do it this one time, that we can make it this one time. It may be questionable, but we can make it. But it says in Matthew 6 and 24, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. We need to serve the Lord today. We need to make up in our mind that when we leave this place, we're not leaving with two things in our life, but we're leaving with the one true God. We're leaving with Him in our heart and Him on our mind. Can we do that here for a moment? Can we just pray unto God saying, Lord, I'm going to serve you. Lord, I want to praise you. Lord, forgive me for looking both ways. Forgive me for living this double standard life, Lord. But Lord, I pray right now that I consecrate myself to you today, that I'm going to serve you this day and from here on Lord because this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it can somebody just continue to worship the Lord